All right. Well, Halloween is coming past. Um, <laughs> we watched this fucked up movie. It was called The Barbarian. And it was about these, like, two people that show up at the same, like, Airbnb at the same time and whatnot. And, like, craziness ensues. And <laughs> Justin Long ends up getting breastfed by a by an old, well, I guess she's not old, but by a crazy woman caveman so i don't know it was it was a movie i it was it was really good it was just really really fucked up it was strange uh so anyway so that means halloween is over and according to my wife that means it's christmas season so i am taking down uh halloween direction uh decorations rather and figured i'd record uh get ahead i'm trying to get uh get in just gear for you know fucking when baby comes and I'm not podcasting. So I just have some episodes to uh, release here and there. So I'm just getting around the shop, uh, grabbing some stuff. Uh, yeah. Taking the Halloween decorations for me requires my truck and <laughs> like screwdrivers and tools and stuff. Cause we have like, if home Depot like released a yard ornament that was over uh, uh, six feet, like I own it at least one. And, you know, we got the giant skeleton and the pumpkin headed dude and a flying witch and uh, a 14 foot tall phantom. And I got a wacky, wavy and flavorful arm man. They originally got to scare away crows, but I realized it's so fucking loud. It scares away everything else. Um, so we, we had one with a zombie on it. It's pretty cool. So that's been going. So anyway, uh, some of those I already took down, but we got a, a witch and a pumpkin-headed dude and a phantom that are, that are left. So, going out to, to start taking them down and figured we'd, uh, we'd get another get-ahead in the bag. So, it's been all sorts of fun kind of get-aheads that I've been doing. I don't know what order they'll, they'll come at, out in, but uh, I'm, I'm probably going to do one uh, in my car. I'm just going to try to do like a commuting one. I'm just trying to find out what, what works. Anyway, uh, so I've been hitting it doing like a big, long, like deep dive into reviews. And I really want to do that, but I want to carve away some time. So I have some fucking things to say, but I was reminded of it because I got a couple, couple fucking bad reviews that I want to bitch about. And this is a great avenue for, for me to do that. So, um, both of these came in office. So, when they come in office, that's like, uh, feel like where patients might unload a little because they're like, oh, you're going you're gonna to fucking read it. I'm going to let you have it in this avenue. So I got one from this this person that they're like, the whole visit was a fucking joke and the doctor's an imbecile and he, uh, every, everything I, I said, he told me that it was normal and it's not normal. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's a fucking dipshit so something something like that but the visit what fucking happened is uh this lady came in she's unhappy with her dentures that she got not from me or anything she went and uh made an appointment by herself to have uh, all of her teeth removed at the oral surgeon so they're like okay we can do that and then she went to a denturist to have a denture made beforehand so that the oral surgeon could like shove those in her mouth 
So there's, <laughs> there's a lot wrong already. Um, and the main thing I see r- wrong with this whole thing is there is no quarterback in the situation. There's no dentist that's like, hey, let me let me tell you about immediate dentures. Because um, I have this conversation with people every day. And uh, I, I kind of tell them that, you know, they're, they're a luxury that we have to, you know, be able to give someone um, a healing denture during a period when they don't have teeth. Sorry, that's my, my truck beeping and doing shit. Like, like I said, truck, very important part of taking down Halloween decorations because I ain't lugging no fucking 12-foot skeleton around. He's going to get broken down, thrown in the bag of this truck, and then driven over to the Christmas Shed, which is not a very good name for the place where I keep Halloween decorations, but it is what it is. Probably have to build a Halloween shed at some point, probably some point soon, because we, we've got a lot of these fucking things. Anyway, uh, so yes, there's no no dentist. Like, when I'm telling people I'm going to do immediate, it's just like, yeah, this healing denture, you know, they're made for healing, first thing to what's going to happen is tissue's going to fucking swell up on you. You're going to get sore spots. They're going to be tight and uncomfortable. And then they're going to shrink down because initially, you know, the bone's going to have to remodel. They're going to feel way too big for your mouth. Uh, cause, uh, cause they are <laughs> way too fucking big for your mouth. Um, and they're going to get really loose, need liners, yada, yada, yada. But four to six months, once you're done healing, uh, we're going to remake the fucking things for you. So, that's when we get a better set, although lower dentures don't stay in without implants. Um, I also tell people that immediates will uh, feel like two fucking hockey pucks uh, in their mouth that don't line up really well. Uh, and that's a good day. So I kind of prepare my patients for uh, for that experience that they're going to have. Because I get that it sucks. And they're not going to like it very much. So anyway, I'm trying to figure out how to tip this guy over. I've got him nailed into the ground. Um, so yeah, so no one went went over that with this person. So she comes in, she says she she hates her her denture, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, like how old are they? She's like three weeks. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. So you like just had like surgery and they made this oh yeah yeah it's probably gonna be really uncomfortable who made it oh the dentist have you seen them well yeah they made adjustments to it but it feels like the whole thing's too big and it's like well yeah and i try to explain the process of like the how the healing you know denture works and she's like no well it's just just wrong and i'm like Okay, well, you know, let me let me just do my my exam. So I do an exam, and as is the case with with someone that doesn't have uh, expectations, sometimes you look at an immediate denture and you're like, "Wow, this is this is a piece of shit. Like this whole thing looks fucking horrible. Um, I'd be I'd be mad too, uh, but this looks awesome. Yeah, it lines up well. Uh, it fits well. Yeah, it's an immediate. It's a little, you know." bulky, but I mean, there's no, nowhere to reduce bulk it gives a, a little bit of the old, you know, gorilla lip appearance, but that's pretty normal. Sorry. Oh, don't die. Um, so anyway, so, you know, I try to tell her like, Hey, this looks pretty good. You know, uh, honestly, 
if I was going to do something, I, if I made this denture for you, the way that, you know, we do it is we make the immediate and about six months later, we make a, a final once you're done healing and we can, you know, dial it in a little bit better. We can do a wax try, you know, blippity blobbity, all that stuff. But I would just literally be making you one that is probably very similar to this one. Um, you're probably going to have the same problems because it's, it's going to feel bulky and whatnot because that's how they work. Uh, and I'd just be charging you for that and then for the final, you know. But she's adamant that that's what she wants. So, again, I'm, I'm kind of recognizing that these are terrible expectations. And if I make her a denture, it's not, she's not going to be happy about it. So I'm kind of trying to you know, talk her out of it. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can give me a few thousand dollars. I'll fucking do this. But you're, you're not going to like it. And I don't do refunds on immediates, you know. So this might be something you want to go over with, with your dentist, but she keeps like kind of interjecting with like, well, yeah, and the, this, uh, about the surgery, like these sutures, when are they supposed to come out? It's like, I don't fucking no, I didn't do your surgery. Like, I don't know what type, uh, sutures they used, you know, like, I don't know if they're going to be in there for like a week or they're going to be in there for, you know, less. That's, uh. That's something that your your surgeon would know. And then she's like, blah, blah, blah. I have this bone spurn. I don't know if there's teeth left. And it's like, well, I took a pano. And, like, the surgery looks good. I don't see any fucking root tips or anything. But, like, yeah, if you you have those things, like, you would need a follow-up with whoever did your surgery. I can tell you that right now. So we have to go back and forth. I put a treatment plan together for you know, fucking immediate dentures or whatever, um, with finals in, in six months, uh, go over expectations, you know, as best as I can, like they're going to be bulky. And she's like, well, that's not right. Cause this, and it's like, listen, I, I fucking do this for a living. Like they're going to be bulky. Here's why there's going to be. Bulky. Sorry if that was kind of loud. Um, here's why why they're going to be bulky and kind of how the process works, right? But like I said, she doesn't really want to listen to any of that. So she goes to consult and then she like brings her dad or something with her, I guess. And then like a consultor has to come get me because basically she can't ask, answer, you know, clin clinical questions. And she's going to the same stuff. Well, I told them I don't want a bulky, and they they said that that uh, they that they'd be bulky or something. Some, uh, something I don't I don't remember exactly, but I had to come in, say the same shit like all all the fuck over again. Um, and like she starts like screaming at me. She's like, I, I said I, I wouldn't want him bulky, and he's, he said that's, that I'd have to deal with it. I'm like, no, that's not what I said. I said, like, that's part of the process in an immediate denture or whatever. And really, it sounds like no one went over what your expectations with this 
surgery and prosthetic uh, should be, but you know, we're, we're kind of at this stage. I can't give you what you want. I can't make a, uh, an immediate dent that's not going to be bulky. That's just not a thing. So what I said is I can make uh, a you a new new denture and kind of adjust some of the other things because she had issues with like size of the teeth and shit. And it's like, well, I can, you know, we can do that if you want, but just realize it's still going to be bulky and it's going to get progressively looser as you heal. Like we're going to have sutures in right now. Like. What the fuck, right? And then she starts going off. She's like, and he's said that the um uh, that he wasn't gonna do anything about about the sutures and they hurt and blah blah blah. And then like the dad is like, fuck you know what I mean? You're not gonna I was like, I'm not the surgeon. I didn't do uh, this case. I'm one hundred percent not touching the oral surgeon's stuff. Like if you have an appointment with follow up with him, which they said they did, like ask him those questions. Is I'm not, I'm not your surgeon. I didn't make your denture. Stop yelling at me. So I get like a that that bad review about it's a joke and I'm an idiot and everything like that. But uh, small price to pay to not have to to work with that person because even if at the end of all that they were like, well, fine, here's three thousand dollars. I want you to make my shit. I'd be like, fuck that, like. You can give me thirty thousand dollars to do this, and it wouldn't be worth it. So that was one. So that was uh, this one that got came through that reminded me, like, hell yeah, I want to talk about repairs because that that review, uh, a spiteful review, like, right? It's put in like I'm going to say some shit because I want to try to to hurt him. Um, actually, I'm going to tell a side story that I just remembered. This one person uh, came in and they had a denture made. Um, but the person who had the practice before me, right? So like, I really didn't, didn't do anything. Um, and they, they came in because they said, uh, sorry, opening the old Christmas shed. Uh, they said that they wanted to get like, I'm trying to remember the, the thing, like get a new denture or something. And we have, uh, tears. Of dentures, right? So, like, we have dentures, like, that are pieces of shit, <laughs> basically. They're, like, the starting model is, like, hey, like, this is the lowest quality thing using the cheapest materials that we can make to pass extreme savings on to you. Like, this denture cost me less, less uh, will cost you less than most dentists pay in lab fees. But you got to understand, it's... It's not a super good product. Don't buy this. I'm telling you it, ex- it exists is like, you know, it's, it's there for people that have no other options. Uh, let's let's think. Let's you know, we can finance it. We can do some of the stuff. We can create some other options where you get a denture that's better. And then we have like ones that uh, you know, are like the full shebang. Like we have the, you know, all the festooning and rugay all the sexy stuff you could want and like, uh, you know, the wax part. And then we have like, we use like, you know, portrait at the end, some good teeth. And, you know, we, uh, injection most of the things. It's actually, it's pretty stain resistant. It's strong. You know, it's, it's a quality product. I like it a lot. Um, and then we have one that's in between the two that it's like, well, it's a, 
better quality tooth than what they fucking give people in dental school. We're not going to have our lab guys spend as much time doing some of the artistry, you know, festooning and stippling the gingiva and, you know, some of that stuff. It's still going to look good, but we're just not going to go crazy with it. And uh, we're going to flask it and prepare it just like any old uh, other lab would. And that's kind of the, you know, like I said, the the middle rung. It's still it's still quality. It's way better than the the fucking other one. But you know, some people that's all they can get. Uh, so anyway, this person had the shitty dancer that was made with uh, made okay made like three years ago or something. So ah oh AirPod Mountain. Hold on. Okay, it was made with like the the shitty material and everything, right? <laughs> so, but it's like three years old, so it it did good. We we say like, yeah, we'll guarantee you this little son of a bitch for six months. <laughs> That's it, because uh, you know, again, buy something different. Uh, but they came in with that, and you know, they wanted it like reline or something because it's going on it. Not, and I think part of the base plate was like broke or whatnot. And they were like, yeah, this should be covered in my warranty or whatever. And it's like, uh, I'm looking, it's like the, the one you got, like it has a, you know, a six month warranty and that was given to you like three years ago. So honestly, it looks like this did really good. It's like, you know, for the cost to reline it and whatnot, we, they just make a new one, you know, if you wanted to upgrade into something a little bit, you know, more high quality or whatever. And the person, like, loses it and fans that I do it for free. And it's like, <laughs> I do it for free. Um, but then she, like, uh, she gets, like, really upset. She's like, yeah, Lance, we have to ask her to leave. And then she's like, I'm going to tell people that you abused me. <laughs> I'm like, uh... Did everyone just hear that? Did everyone write me a statement and put it in a sealed envelope that says this person's fucking trying to blackmail or extort me or whatever? This is like kind of fucked up, but just kind of scared shit because anyone can really, I guess, say whatever they want. So luckily, you know, she didn't, as far as I know, tell anyone that I'm like out here abusing people in the office or whatever. So. Yeah, so that was kind of kind of scary and sketchy, and it just kind of shows that, you know, when you find red flag people, like, eh, just don't treat them. You know, if you can move them on somewhere else, use the power of your referral pad or whatever you can do um, to not deal with or work with those people, because it's like, a lot of times they'll just come back to bite you. I think uh, the thing that I used to do is get these, uh, you know, angry people and things like that and he's very angry about price so it's like oh i'll fucking comp this service or i'll make this cheaper and you know i'm doing everything i can to bend over backwards to work with this person for the least amount possible that it always always bites in the ass i uh every time i'm like trying to do something nice i have i like stop myself and it's like okay is this going to come back and, and kind of fuck me? Because maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe someone should remind me, hey, remember last time you tried to do something nice? Like, it was terrible. Like, be sure. Anyway, now we're taking taking down the 12-foot witch. Uh, she's really cool because she flies in the air, like, high enough that I can walk under her 
And I think she was maybe the cheapest of the Home Depot things. I think she was like two fifty. Um, where the other ones are like, I don't know, more than that. I think the Phantom was like four hundred bucks. The other guys are like three hundred or something. But she's really cool. I I like her. I don't remember how she breaks down. So might be interesting for a little bit. But we're taking apart her stance. Tip her over. Uh, so the other one that I got, this was a this was a whole thing. And uh, you know, sometimes people come in and they're like, "Hey, I have this this problem." And you know, you open you open the hood and you don't see anything wrong, right? There's no check engine light, or there is a check engine light, but everything looks good. I'm not a car guy. This is a dumb analogy. Uh, but anyway, someone comes in, pain lower, right? I think it was, you know, comes and goes, uh, and to test all the teeth, nothing, x-rays look good, um, but they've got severe perio and, like, gross perio, too, like, you know, you press it on her gums and cheese shoots out, like, that type of thing, and it's like, hmm, it's probably, you know maybe perio abscess or, you know, something going on with the, the scum tissue giving you the old business. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's what I tell the guy. And it's like, this is where I would start because I don't see anything. Sorry, taking the witch down. Um, I don't see anything that's like, you know, really, really jumping out at me. He's like, okay, so hygienist comes in and, you know, we get him scheduled for, you know, like SRP. Ow. Jesus, how does this one come apart? Hold on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to take apart my witch. Oh, I'm going to have to do this here. Okay, okay. Give it a little... Nope, that doesn't do it. Hmm. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to take this thing apart. But so we start with SRP. Uh, see if that resolves it. We get like a lot of calculus off the a lot of a lot of cheese out of gums. You know, we probably did some fucking antibiotic and some bullshit. Schedule a follow up. Uh, the guy also had like a cavity, I think. Um, I can't remember if it was on that side or not, but it was like an occlusal, right? It was, did not look like, uh, it would be related. So, a lot of trucks going by. Look out ahead, there's a truck changing lanes. Um, okay. Sorry, this is like, which confuses me. I do instructions to put them up, but by this time of year, I don't want to find the instructions. Or I'm just kind of done with it. So it's like, okay, you got you got to come off, witchy witch. But this witch is being a bitch. Let's see if that did it. Did not do it. So I don't know. 
seems like it should come off here. I don't know. Okay, we're gonna strip out some layers. We're working, working up a sweat, and take off our sexy dust. Just do a hoodie. Just do hoodie action. Roll up the sleeves here. Okay, so um, we we started there. He calls back. He says he's still having pain there. I think I started him on like Medrol or something. Or flagell, I don't, I don't know. Something, something. So this may be X. This is, uh, I'm getting the review now, but it happened a while ago, so I'm not really fresh on it, on what we did. But I did something. There we go. Okay. Which is a part. Okay. That was good. Um. So we did whatever you know, logical, you know, kind of next step would be, and then we had him back for, uh, like a post-op type, type thing. Hold on, which his legs are stuck. Okay, there we go. She's way harder than I thought to take down. Um, so the post-op was scheduled as the filling. We're just gonna check them both out. Well, so he comes in and he like freaks out that we're gonna do a filling. And like my friend's telling him like, we schedule it for both. We can just do the the post-op. That's not a big deal. We just wanted to get you, you know, back on the, you know, have a visit scheduled. And if you're feeling good, we'll do the, do the filling. You know, you're not, not a, not a big deal, whatever. So I'm gonna get him back, take a look. And now there is a like kind of fluctuant mass kind of below, it was like 31, but like really far down. I was like, huh, what the fuck is this? And if I press on it, is this where it hurts? Oh yes, okay, cool. Okay, let's, let's take a new image, take an image. Again, not really, see much of anything like it's in a in a, in a weird spot it's kind of hard to you know figure it out or whatever so it's like okay well you know we see this thing you know it doesn't really look like anything um i i think uh what we should do since we're here is we should get a numb and we should uh take a biopsy so we can you know send that up to the pathology lab and figure out you know what's what's going on so he thinks that's a good idea. Great. And I think his insurance paid for it or something too, right? Um, so we do that and I, op- I open it up and it's just weird looking stuff. Like it's uh, not really all together. It's just like coming apart. I'm like trying to get a margin, you know, and with some of the goop so I can send it to pathology and they know what the fuck I'm looking at. And it was a, uh, in a hard, like, had to keep his tongue out of the way. I think I had to use, like, a sweetheart or something. But it was hard to get down there. Um, it was hard to suture. But I did, like, a pretty decent job with it. I got a good chunk and some good goo to send to pathology. And I got primary closure. 
So those are like, I'm like, oh, that's really good day. And it's like, hey, you got sutures down there. They're probably going to be annoying. Here's going to be uh, sore. We're sending this up to pathology. You know, we'll put on the schedule for a follow-up. So it's there. But as soon as I get the path report, we'll give you a call. And if we need to do something here, we'll do that. Or if we need to get you to, you know, oral surgery, uh, do that. He had also shared at some point that he had, like, had something... I'm not going to try to give too much information. It's something, it something that uh, an ENT did, and he was also following up with an ENT. I was like, cool, you should do that. Um, and let us know what they say. So we're covering basis. So the next day, he goes to, we get a records release from another uh, dentist in town that I know. And the dentist even sent me, like, a message. I was like, hey, this, this guy came in, he's like, talking about all this pain and whatnot and I go and I look and I see that he has like some sutures and stuff so like uh you know he's he's saying it's painful and blah 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 I said it didn't look infected but I wanted to let you know and he says he's not going to go back over there and he's going to come here and I was like yeah we already got his like records request so I think I sent you x-rays over already like I did that biopsy yesterday so, yeah, him being in pain is not super surprising to me, you know, and we've given him all the regular pain management stuff and things like that, and I kind of told him case history, and I'm like, I'm not 100% sure, but if he's your patient now, when we get the uh, uh, the biopsy back, I'll just, uh, you know, send it over to you. We'll still, you know, call him and get it to him. Of course, but I'll loop you in since, you know, we have this release for you. And it's like, yeah, great, please do. So a little bit goes by, and we get the biopsy, and it was a salivary duct cyst. Uh, so it's like, okay, well, that that explains what was kind of going on. And, you know, uh, they, were, they were saying to, you know, you follow up with... Uh, OS or whatever. So we got that, that information to him. And this was again, like months ago. So hmm. <laughs> I balanced my witch on top of my werewolf. I don't know. I don't know if she's going to stay there. She's going to like it. Actually, I think that's okay. We're going to leave that there. We think that's good for this day. So this was like months ago. I haven't heard anything fucking sense about this. But then I get this review about like they're contesting the, the stuff and the quality of care. It's all in relation to the initial like SRP that it didn't address their pain and they actually had, you know, assist. Blah blah blah. It's just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, if you went to the doctor, you know, they noticed that, you know, you had a, a broken leg and diabetes, like, you're still gonna fucking treat your diabetes, right? Your fucking systemic condition. Like, you know, we, you had cheese shooting out of your gums. We assume that might be at least part of the problem. You know, fuck us. So. Again, it was kind of one of those bullshit. Well, they all suck. And they're fat. Yeah, you know, people call me fat in reviews. 
it actually does hurt my feelings um, when I see that. So I've put on some weight. It is true. It's kind of hard not to. I try to remember that in that movie that's named after me, Paul with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Nick Frost at one point says, it's not fat, it's power. So yeah, um, let's see, House of the Dragon ended pretty recently. I was, I was having a lot of fun with that show. The show was really good, and I was worried because Game of Thrones, I was like super into Game of Thrones. Ah, oh, shit, the mail's here. Or something, somebody's fucking here. I'll just do this. Uh, chewy. Why isn't my thing opening? There we go. We'll say thank you to the mail guy. Yeah, so, uh, anyway. What were we talking about? Oh, uh, House of the Dragon. So, Game of Thrones, like, I liked it so much, and I read the books. Like, I listened to, I got into podcasting because I needed more Game of Thrones content. So I listened to podcasts about Game of Thrones. Um, so all this stuff. So I was like really super into it. And when they just decided like, hey, fuck Game of Thrones. We want to make Star Wars movies. We'll just end it as quickly as possible in the dumbest ways possible. It really, it saddened me and it put a very foul taste in my mouth for Game of Thrones. Just, I used to rewatch it like, when the new season was going to come out, I rewatched it up to that point. So I was like, I've seen like the early seasons like seven, eight times. Um, but it made it where it was like, wow, fuck all of Game of Thrones. I don't, I don't want to know about any of it anymore. It's just the worst. So it made me very, very sad, uh, how it ended. Um, so I was very like, kind of like, I don't know if I want to give this half the dragon show my time, but I decided, I decided to, and it was really fucking good, so, uh, uh, we, we watched that, uh, we liked, liked that quite a, quite a bit, um, also watched the, uh, the House of the, no, the, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, that's what it is, watched that, it was like, like I don't know. Uh, they just think over at Amazon. They don't really know how to make television shows very well. Like they're just not as good at it as like Netflix, HBO, things like that. So it wasn't bad by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't great. Um, speaking of not great, like, uh, so I think I even mentioned we went to like that supernatural convention and we had a lot of fun with supernatural. My goats say hi. Uh, the phantom, the 14 foot. It's all phantom is what we're taking down now. And uh, I'm putting the extension cord for that over in a goat barn. Because inevitably, this weekend, I'll start putting up Christmas shit. And uh, we will use that extension cord for that. Oh, <laughs> well, speaking of Christmas shit, right? So part of it being uh, Halloween over means uh, it's the perpetual loop. Fucking Hallmark Christmas going in our, on in our house right now. Oh, it's painful. Just, just fucking feel sorry for me. It's hot enough now that we're gonna take off the hat too. Mandalorian hat. That I got a Tony's, uh, Comic Kingdom in Salem, Oregon. Uh, Tony is a great spot. If you like comics, you should give him your money in exchange for comics or Mandalorian hats. 
So anyway, uh, what oh yeah, so Hallmark fucking Christmas. Oh, actually, when we're at the Supernatural convention, I don't know where I'm going with any of this anymore. Uh, Caitlin, you know, is really into Hallmark. So I took her to the Hallmark World Center. It's actually pretty fucking cool. But uh, they have a little Hallmark museum and shit there. It was, uh, it was kind of fun. <laughs> it was free, too. Uh, so we did that. Anyway, the, these Hallmark movies, so they're on all the fucking time. And I have this shit that I do throughout the day. Like right now, I'm taking down a portion of right? She's watching a Hallmark Christmas movie. Well, there's just a stable of like 12 actors that do Hallmark Christmas movies. So every Hallmark Christmas movie, which there is a fucking hundred of them, has the same five actors and more or less the same plot, which goes something like this. Uh, there's a boy character and a girl character. One of them doesn't like Christmas. The other one really likes Christmas. One of them gets the other one to really like Christmas. They then uh, fall in love. Um, there's also, one of them starts out uh, with an evil spouse. Be it a, you know, if it's, if it's a boy, it's an evil woman spouse. Or, or, you know, other love interest, you know, so there's a triangle thing going, you know, sometimes it's like a competing, uh, girl that's like a, a baker or something. I don't know. That was the last one we were watching. Um, or, or if it's, you know, uh, the other gender, then other, blah. That's how that works. Uh, so anyway, like when I go back into the house, when I'm done with this, there'll be another Hallmark Christmas movie on. And, I will not know if it is the same Hallmark Christmas movie or if it's a new one. And it gets very confusing when you leave and the guy that's the douchebag is is now with the main girl. When you come in, you're like, wait, I thought we didn't like him. And then Caitlin's like, no, he's the love interest or whatever. Like, super confusing. Speaking of super fucking confusing, <coughs> yeah, this 14 foot tall phantom is, is confusing me. Ah, there's some ribbons I have to untie. Ah, that just helped. That just helped a lot. Ah, there's another snake. Okay, so, in here, that ribbon is ripped. Something that I will figure out next year and have to repair. That's annoying. The 14 foot tall phantom, though, is the shit. We're hoping he breaks down easy, though, and doesn't break. So I don't want to buy another one. As cool as he is. Put that stick there. Okay. Uh, Hallmark. Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Shitty te- shitty television. That's what I was. That was where I was going with this. Uh, so Supernatural, which we enjoyed. This is uh, a lot of fun. We didn't actually start watching it until, like, last year. Is weird, but um, it is it is just a lot of fun, and we enjoyed it. So they have a spinoff that came off this year. So the main characters of uh, Supernatural are Sam and Dean Winchester. So there's a new show coming out. It's about their parents, or it is out. It's called The Winchesters, and uh, it's kind of horrible, actually. 
So, but we're watching it. At least I'm watching it. So I started, oh, geez. The phantom is engulfing me as I take it down. Hold on. We don't even know what's happening here. Don't want to crack myself in the skull with a phantom. I'm, oh my gosh. Stop it. Stop it, phantom. That's your, Okay. Phantom's on the ground. That was scary. I ended up like inside of his cloak, which is a place I did not want to be. There's earwigs in there. Just so you know. So, yeah, I don't. I think I'm going to pull up his skirt. Try to just break him in half, maybe. Maybe that's going to take down a phantom. Anyway, Winchester's. Yeah, it's horrible. That's where I was. I don't, I don't know where I thought I was going, but that's what I was trying to get to. Is that it just, uh, just wasn't very good, which is unfortunate. Hmm. Now I'm cold. Maybe I took off too many layers. Maybe we'll put the vest back on. Leave the hoodie off. Yeah, I got this Sherpa lined vest at uh, Tractor Supply, which is like my favorite store. It's Tractor Supply. I don't know if that's cool or not. But it is. But it's uh, it's very warm. Um, it was too warm a little bit ago because I had the vest and the hoodie and a shirt and stuff. I don't know if this is like bordering on sexy talk. Let me tell you what I'm wearing. Yeah, you just picture me in this vest. No pants. But I got shoes because I'm outside. That might be your fetish. I don't know. Okay. Uh, fancy. Taking them apart. Winchesters. Horrible. Yeah, so, yeah, the Winchester sucks. Uh, this Phantom requires a screwdriver that I didn't bring. I brought, like, a hex key set and stuff. I need, like, I don't really need it, per se. I need a poker. And I think it came with its own special fucking poker. Uh, but I need a, basically, flathead is going to do the job, so I'm walking back to the shop. And eh, this is getting probably close to the logical closure point because I'm talking about pop culture, so while I'm walking back there, let's, let's pull up the old Reddit, see if we can find some Reddit questions of value. Let's see. Reddit? Reddit? Fuck. I don't remember. Oh, there it is. So... Um, dental school. Pull us up dental school. We'll see what's hot. Dat booster breakdown, 21 AA. Yeah. I remember like first couple of months of dental school, like you're all in, but you don't know what to talk about. And the application was like so big. You're just like going around like, what was your AA? Yeah, I'm a 24. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I'm surprised they didn't like line you up by your AA, it's your academic average. Anyway, uh, ooh, gift help, please. Christmas gift for my little sister, who is a new hygienist. Best scrubs? Are figs worth the hype? They're so cute. She's pretty trendy. Anyway, just, uh, fig scrubs are actually the shit. Like, I wear a lot of figs. I like figs. I own stock in their company. All stock is doing terrible right now. Don't look at your 401ks or your fucking Robin Hoods or wherever you have stock, because it'll just make you sad. But, uh, yeah, figs are great. I like them. Um, uh, as a boy, I like, uh, like Carhartt scrubs a lot. 
But if I was a girl, there's this other scrub company that I think, I think I bought a pair, but they didn't, just the cut was weird. I didn't like them much, but I know a lot of my, uh, my DAs, I think I like, like them. They're called like Janu or something like that. I start with a J. Uh, scrubs are, scrubs are good. Um, but I'm big on, like, if you're going to get me something for Christmas or my birthday or my other birthday or whatever, fucking don't get me something that's related to work. So I don't want to think about fucking work. And probably your hygienist little sister, she doesn't want to think about work. Work sucks. Work's what you have to do. Like, oh yeah, I get to stick my hands in gross ass people's mouths and scrape off their calculus. Like, don't remind her of that. Like, get her some liquor. Like, if she likes liquor, I didn't really look at your post history or anything, but yeah, like get her a good bottle of something. That's probably what I'm gonna get my hygienist for Christmas. And if you're listening, Trudy, you don't know that. Okay. Um flathead, tiny screwdriver. You know, a little wrench would uh be helpful too. There's my little screwdriver that I wanted. Um I got it's at Home Depot the other day. My other my favorite store. Big Home Depot fan. Um and I've got I use a like when I moved out here, like I used to have a lot of like a DeWalt uh tool set. And I was like, eh. You know, it's getting old. It was like I don't know, twelve volt or some shit. It's like they're on like twenty two now or some crap. Uh I'm just looking for like a vice grip or a channel lock or something. That's what this uh anyway so i got a set of milwaukee's so i, I buy a lot of home depot today so i just looking around for red shit in my shop there's this cool light i like there's a shop vac i like you know so i have all the milwaukee stuff and my wife has milwaukee stuff out in the goat barn she's like a blower we have like you know a whacker and some other shit that, that use the bigger their batteries the red lithiums um so anyways I, I bought batteries but the batteries came with a a top off and a top off is a like you plug it into the battery and you can stick in a regular fucking cord or your phone or whatever to it. I think it also has a magnetic charging station on it, like for iPhone and shit. So anyway, I got that uh, today and it was really cool. So I'm excited. I'm just looking at it. Also, here's another cool Milwaukee thing. Uh, it's dark, <laughs> like always right now. It fucking sucks. I go to work, it's dark. I come home, it's dark. So I have like headlamps all over the fucking property. For when I'm wandering around, I can actually see to do the chores. Uh, my ATV is red, but it doesn't use the uh, Milwaukee batteries. Our Jeep is a reddish color, and it uh, it has its own battery. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's batteries. We were talking about red. I should go back to red. Mm-hmm. Oh, did your significant other? move to dump school with you, or are you maintaining a long-distance relationship? Uh, yes, we moved together. Um, I've been in, I don't know, two or three long-distance relationships, and, and by and large, not even half long of long-distance, like three hours by car type stuff, and they all failed. One of us cheated on the other one. So, I don't know. I don't want to say that's what's going to happen to you, but statistically... Yeah, maybe we'll just move move on. Let's see. What else do we got in here? Anyone have resume and CV examples? Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's not interesting to talk about. 
Hmm. Best dental light. I'm curious about what light options you guys use. Uh, hearing good things about Luminant. A lot of my friends in dental school like bought Luminant like as a group thing. Um, I've heard good things about them. I personally, like, I don't, I, I do more without loops than I do with loops. Like, I use my loops for crowns, fillings that are like premolars back, and uh, oh, endo, like most endo. Honestly, I, I did a molar like yesterday. I can't remember if I I use loops for the crown prep. But I don't think I use loops for the. Uh, uh, endo part of the endo. It's weird. Like the more endo you do, especially once you have a, a CT and whatnot, it's like you take out the uh, mystery of it. And once the mystery of it is gone, you're basically doing it by feel. So it doesn't really matter if you can see. It's like, okay, I know there's a fucking canal over here. Do, do, do. Oh, yeah, well, there it is. So anyway, but uh, marginating something, especially in the fucking back. Uh, yeah, I like loops for that. So anyway. Um, I like a light that is not very heavy and doesn't have a cord to fuck with me. So I use Oroscopic has a, I think it's called the Spark or something, something like that. Um, light that, uh, I, I just clip it on a pair of safety glasses and that's what I do like 90% of my, my shit with. So I like that one a lot. Let's see. So we got to go up the Phantom's little skirt to unhook the tension cable. That's what we're trying to do. Okay. I found the tension cable. All right. All right. So we're going to take this thing out too. So yeah. So that's, that's a thing, I guess, is lights. I guess it, it all depends. Like you should, especially if you're now dental student, like, if you have a vendor fair or whatnot, you can actually, uh, you know, try on a lot of different companies, light products. That's the thing about once you're in practice, like, I can call a rep and have a rep come out and bring me their shit, but I can't, like, be like, hey, Univet, Oroscoptic, Surgitel, I'll show up in my office on this day, and whoever gives me the best deal, I'm going to buy their shit. Actually, I don't know. Maybe I can do that. Never tried. Maybe I should try that. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm very happy with that oroscoptic light that I have. So I use that. Um, but I don't know. Just use something that feels good. They're all more or less the fucking same, in my opinion. It's also my feelings on loops. Let's see here. Hold on, let me fuck with this thing. Okay. The tension rope is out of the Phantom. And as we walk that back to the truck, let's look on Ask Dentist. Oh shit, we've almost been going for an hour. It's pretty good, I think. I don't know if this is interesting. I don't know what it'll cut down to. There's like, uh, like 900 you fuckers, by the way. Listen to this, it blows my mind. Uh, but yeah. Let's see. Oh, I don't know if I can get in. So, uh, I think every one of these, I've spent some time walking around <laughs> back and forth, just trying to get, uh, get the fucking, uh, internet to work. 
And yeah, that's the maybe the downside of living out in the fucking middle of nowhere. My in-house works really good because I have a mesh network that's set up, but it doesn't really like work all the way out <laughs> into the goat pasture. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'll try this one more time. Ask. Dance is not ask pets. Maybe I can answer this question, so I don't know. Okay, it's loading. Walk back. <sighs> Why is my dentist having me do sleep apnea tests if I have no symptoms? Well, you probably have uh, gigantic tonsils or whatever. I mean, you probably have like a... I, I'm not a sleep dentist. A malapeti score or something. So, I don't know. It's a sleep on the building. Expect them to at least look at that. Uh, tooth abscess. What's the treatment? Yeah, two options, my friend. Well, so when we say tooth abscess, I guess it's possible that it is a periodontal abscess. You might just need your shit clean. But usually, if it's tooth abscess, it's periodontal abscess, and that means it needs to either come out... Uh, via extraction, get replaced with like an implant, bridge or, you know, something. Or, man, it's phantoms. Being a bitch. Bitch like a witch. Um, or, it's, uh, uh, needs endodontic treatment. Lar- largely, that's going to be decided on whether or not we feel good about being able to crown the thing. So, oh no, there's more ribbons. But I did not see. Undo those really quick. So yeah, so that's that's your two options. So I guess the the third option is do nothing and hope you don't die from it. People do manage to die from it. Um, yeah, that's something that in Game of Thrones or uh, probably Game of Thrones would be really weird in Lord of the Rings. Like Frodo dies from untreated dental infection. You know, you don't see that, like, people dealing with that in, like, medieval society when that was, like, really a, a big thing. Uh, I guess the only movie I can think of where they deal with that is, like, Castaway, you know, or the skate in the rock, um, and knocking his own, you know, tooth out, Surely, I don't remember what tooth that was, but... It wouldn't have come out. It would have just broken. It probably made it worse. But anyway. What can you expect from Hollywood? Uh, let's see. Maybe I should take this down here. That looks good. Sorry, this 14-foot tall phantom is confusing me. He's so tall. So big and big-like. Anyway. I use my wrench. Let us take a look. Got more Reddit. Maybe I'll... Ooh. Gum bump. Post-extraction question. So a few months ago, I had an infective molar pulled with a bone graft placed and healed quickly and looked very easily. A month ago, I got a bump over the gums. looked like some painless abscess or whitehead pimple. Um, well, that sounds like it got reinfected. Uh, your graft... 
might not survive. You should go in for a follow-up. You know, might be able to just be able to uh, go in, go in and just like kind of clean up that area and hopefully the rest is fine. Sometimes that, that might mean there's infection all the way around the, the graft and it can encapsulate and not take and shit. It's usually a result of not uh, curating um, enough, which happens. So, you know, no, I'm not blaming your dentist or anything, but that's one of the reasons, like, whenever we do a bone graft, there's, you know, some good studies that show, like, amoxicillin uh, helps to ensure that the bone graft takes really well, but it also, you know, fights against that. I don't know if they do antibiotics or not, but I tend to, if you can take them. So that's a good one. Let's see here. I got crowns instead of veneers. I am an idiot. I am originally from the U.S. and currently I'm in Turkey. I duped myself into getting what I thought would be veneers. Now I realized I'm getting crowns. Before I took the trip, I asked multiple times uh, that these would be veneers and not crowns. It was confirmed to me multiple times that there wouldn't be much shaving done. That was a lie. My top and the bottom six were shaved considerably. Is there anything I can do to prolong these crowns? I know implants and rework are most likely in my future. Uh... I don't know. That's one of the things. If you're doing like foreign dentist, I don't know. Don't know if you speak the language or not. You, you said you're from Turkey. I don't know if you went to Turkey. That wasn't really really stated uh, in the in the thing. Come here, Phantom. Sorry, trying to get this. This thing is so difficult. Now, I think I'm going to have to flip him all the way over. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I don't know if you uh, speak the same language as the provider, but that could be, you know, one issue I could foresee with a situation like that is, you know, if, if you're getting something lost in translation, it could be part of it. The other thing is, uh, just just because you're getting veneers doesn't mean no prep. There are such things as no prep veneers. They're very situational. Depends on what the indication was for. You know, if there's you know rotation in the teeth, uh, some, sometimes you have to prep pretty considerably. Sorry, <laughs> fighting the phantom. Um, you have to prep pretty considerably. Like if you have a tooth that's like out further buckly and you want you know the veneers to match i mean you probably don't want to fucking bulk up every tooth to to match that one doing minimal thickness of veneer you probably want to uh sorry i'm trying to figure this guy out there we go um you probably want to do it in a way that would look better which is probably Come on, you Yay! Which is probably something along the lines of, uh, you know, prepping that one down more. So you probably did get veneers, is my guess, if the communication was there, but they're just, you know, they had to prep some shit. Uh, so yeah. And as far as maintenance, like, fucking brush your shit, see your hygienist regularly. 
um, you know, do your follow-ups, uh, which is hard to do if you're going somewhere foreign for your dental care. Okay, oh, I'm in the Phantom again. Give me just one more minute to Phantom. Give me one minute to Phantom. Then I'll turn this up around. That's my song. Gotta put the Phantom skirt in the truck and we'll drive over to the Christmas show. I think we'll be done. That's exciting. I don't know where my phone is anymore. There's a lot of, a lot of phantom. Like when you're 14 feet tall, you have a lot of skirt. I told my wife I was going to do this, and I was like, I don't know, I might not take them all down today. And she's like, yes, you will. If you start, you always do the whole thing, whether I want you to or not. And, yeah, I don't know what that means exactly. I guess it's true. I don't like to leave shit, like, half done. Okay, so let's get back in the truck here. Yeah, we hit the hour mark. Hour by myself. I hope this is good for you as it has been for me. Taking down these things. So let's see. What is the best bang for your buck as far as teeth whitening? Ooh, I would say the best bang for your buck is if you do like home care bleaching or even in office bleaching, uh, those are both like fine things in office is, you know, going to get your shit whiter, but you're probably don't fall out of my truck phantom. Okay. Um, you're, you're probably going to, you know, like re stain and go darker. That's just kind of, what happens unless you don't eat or drink anything, you know, don't smoke, don't enjoy life. You know, that's the, that's the problem. A lot of behaviors is what stained your teeth, uh, to begin with. So as far as like whitening, like most bang for your buck, it's just that maintenance, you know, like don't have stainy things. Don't sip coffee. Don't smoke, you know, go to hygiene every every six months and get polished up and then just know that you might have to rewhiten. But that's, that's part of it. Uh, I guess the other thing you could do, we were just talking about veneers and crowns. You should, you should just fucking veneer all your shit extra white. I don't really recommend that, but I mean, you could. Uh, and you have all the problems of veneers debonding and breaking and getting decay and whatever else might happen with those versus your your regular teeth, or have all your teeth ripped out, good denture, an all on four, you can make an any color you fucking want. Um, again, I don't, I don't think that is a very good uh, solution. So just, uh, yeah, I guess behavioral changes are what I'm saying is the most bang for your your buck. I hope you, you love that beep, the my truck beep. Okay, let's see. One more. Mm-hmm. Sorry, said Maybe I did. Can I get my tooth back, gap back? Might be a strange question, but I used to have gap teeth, which disappeared after my wisdom teeth coming out. Huh. That's weird. 
Never usually hear it that way. Now I finally had wisdom renewed. Will my teeth naturally feel a bit less crammed and would somehow be able to get uh, get my back 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 get my gap back only for cosmetic reasons. I think there was a trend in like Europe or something like not too terribly long ago, like maybe seven years ago, uh, where diastomas were really in. It's like some famous people had them or something, and uh, they were like dentists that were basically uh shaving teeth uh to create diastomas so i mean it's a thing uh i don't i don't really love cutting on enamel for no reason so i probably would advise against that particular approach but like that's an option uh i haven't had anyone do that i've had someone request to like close a diastema and i learned bioclear and then bought some stuff and they never got it done um but i imagine like in this line can be used to create it so i don't know I've, I've never tried to do that maybe i should ask my Invisalign team or rep something like hey is this a thing that we can do <laughs> And if so, like, what does that look like? Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely probably something you can do. Oh no! I made the phantom too big! And he won't fit in the shed. Now I'm walking on his shit. Fuck. Okay. Oh. Jesus. Jesus H. Christ. When you try to stand up a phantom, and you think he's going to stand up one way, and then he fucking doesn't, you're in for a treat if you have to work him back out of the shed in the opposite way that you went in. So yeah. This is, uh, I should start a podcast where I review uh, yard decorations. You guys would probably listen to that, right? Like the Home Depot Phantom gets a 97 out of 100. Only lost three points on the takedown. Uh, so, so let me see here. Okay, I can't, like, get to my phone to even turn it off. So you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound. Okay. Wow, this is really big. Fourteen's <laughs> a lot of feet, David. Okay, so I think we got got that. And position now where I take it down and put it in next to this giant spider. Nope, giant spider, get out of the way. Okay, so there's that. Now I'll get the phantom's head in over near this Krampus. Okay, uh, what was I saying? Taking this down. Oh, uh, so going all the way back to the Winchester thing, I remember where I was trying to say about that is I started another podcast uh, with my dog to review horror movies and the Winchester. That's called Movies My Dog Watched. So here, if you really want to hear my opinion on since it's not dentistry, 
you could uh, look at that podcast. And my dog would be grateful because she wants to have more listeners than me. So there's that. So yeah, movies, movies my dog watched. It's, uh, so far, we only have one movie we watch <laughs> and the rest is just the Winchester. And that movie is Halloween Kills the Michael Myers end all be all without Michael Myers in it. Well, for very much. So if you want to hear us kind of shit all over that movie, you can, uh, you can do that. Um, the other thing that we are going to review is that Barbarian movie. I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. So once I get back to my phone and can turn this recording off, you will you will know where else to find it or something. What do we want to listen to on the outro? This this one has been all over the fucking place. Probably something spooky. Oh, some weird Halloween rap or something. I'll uh I'll find find you something. Ooh. Uh in honor of my favorite uh Halloween movie, which is Trick or Treat. I think I've mentioned that before. Um uh, I'm gonna try to see if I can find this song. It's a, it is a rap, it's uh called Pumpkin Carvers. And it's about carving jack o' lanterns. The jack o' lanterns are people's heads. Oh my god. It's a Great, great song. <laughs> anyway, uh, this will probably be the Christmas episode that comes out, so that's pretty hilarious. I fucking can't find my phone again. There it is. Okay. Bye. Hey, money got a big ass head. look like a like a stop sign. Fuck uh, hey. We gotta go get that motherfucking ball of brains, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. What? You wanna make a song about death? Squeezing on a nigga till it's all out of breath. You wanna hear me rap about being the hardest? Well, fuck that! From now on, I'm an artist. I carve pumpkins, tap two, slice, swing twice, stab screwy, ooh, hey, chewy, gooey, gooey, slop. It all starts with a quick chop, chop, drop, drop. Pumpkin rolls on the floor, almost out the front door.
taste like candy. <laughs> I'm loving that stiletto. Ask your trick, I fuck it. 